This presentation was from Yox Australia 2017, held in Sydney. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. How's that? That's better? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here today to talk about empathy. Who here is afraid of snakes? Anyone here who has a fear of clowns? How about FOMO, fear of missing out? Uh, fear of dropping your mobile phone, uh, dropping it down a drain. I've actually done that and it was something very much to be feared of. Um, the three most common fears are actually flying, speaking in public and heights. So you can say I'm facing a few fears here today. Everyone has their fears. Users have their fears. Users have fears, frustrations, challenges, constraints, and so do stakeholders. I'm a UX manager of a team of um, 20 plus people. I grew up a developer and have spent most of my time in development and delivery. And along the way, I did a psychology degree just to um, balance out the nerd in me. And about 18 months ago, I had the opportunity to become a UX manager, which I felt like it was just the culmination of previous experience, you know, coming to a, a central point, so it was great. However, I hadn't studied UX before, so in the last 18 months, there's been a lot of things that I've learned. And one of the things that I've truly learned is that empathy is not just for users. Empathy is also for stakeholders and it's for team members. It can be used for everyone. In my role as a UX manager, um, I have lots of engagement pieces with different parts of the organisation, and I find empathy is a really useful tool to try and get the best outcomes for users um, and, and enabling my team. You've probably all heard of the, seen the Venn diagram, of the UX Venn diagram, users with desirability, business with viability, technology with feasibility. You know, there can be times when we're really being pushed south down towards business and technology, and it can be quite challenging to deal with that where you want to do another round of user testing. You want to do any user testing at all, doing some research, any, any things that you think are the normal um, activities a UX professional needs to do. So I've got three tips I'd like to share with you today. And the first one is to listen. The second one is to swap sides. And the third one is to find the sweet spot. So stop and listen. That's the first thing. As soon as you get the pushback about doing something that you believe needs to be done, just push down that barrier that came up. Stop that internal dialogue that's going on in your head. You're already, you know, bitching to your manager and your co-workers. You know, tame that mind monkey that's chattering away about what to do next. You know, just stop, listen. Perhaps, you know, take the person for a coffee so you're really understanding what they're talking about. The second thing is to swap sides. And what I mean by that is to step into their shoes, try and, try and understand, you know, what's driving their behaviours and their, you know, um, where they're coming from. Have they got frustrations? Have they got objectives and goals and constraints? Do they have fears? 
maybe they just fear that their fear is of the unknown, that they don't actually understand what it is that you want to do. They don't understand why you're doing it and what the benefit is. They can't actually explain that to their stakeholders. And the third thing is to find the sweet spot. So just like the Venn diagram, see if you can find a way to meet their goals as well as still advocating for the best user outcome possible as well. I've got many, many experiences to draw on um, from the work that we've been doing over the last year or so, but there's one that comes to mind where we were doing a, or ANZ was doing a platform upgrade, um, a platform that was quite important. The licence was going to run out and the platform was being uplifted and it was very much a platform technology project. And so, therefore, the user interface was of a secondary consideration and, as you can imagine, user experience, well, that was very much a poor cousin. However, by using some empathy to understand the drivers of the project, it was possible to build up, you know, a trusting relationship that enabled uh, for UX to work in parallel without sort of impacting the deliverables and build up some trust to enable... Um, other work to be done where we could still go, continue on with gathering user insights and, and improving the design and create a backlog and negotiate to do a subsequent release and put a few changes in without impacting the deliverables. So that, you know, we're still able to strive for the best user experience. It just wasn't as immediate as we would have liked. So... Next one that you've got pushback from stakeholders and projects for things that you need to do. Just remember these three things, which is to listen, swap sides, and find a sweet spot. So use your UX skills to build an empathy bridge, to build some trust, so that you can still get the best user outcome in the end. And, you know, why do you want to do this? I mean, you do want to do this because you know, the user is still, you know, the most important person in the piece of the puzzle. We're still advocating for the user. We need to build an empathy bridge and just see if we can take that all the way to the end outcome, which is the best user experience possible. And that's my talk on empathy today. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2017. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.